This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 172 A Sitcom Review in Chronological Order From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, Announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1990. Shade premiered on CBS on September 21st, 1990 at 8 p.m., a leisurely Southern ensemble comedy. Burt Reynolds stars as Wood, a football coach and former pro player in the small town of Evening Shade, Arkansas. Mary Lou Henner plays his wife, Ava, the local prosecuting attorney. J.R. Ferguson plays Taylor, their quarterback son. Melissa Martin, later Candace Hudson, plays their daughter and Jacob Parker, their younger son. Ava's father, played by Hal Holbrook, is the town's newspaper publisher, who's dating the local stripper, Linda Geringer. Elizabeth Ashley plays Ava's aunt. Charles Durning plays the town's physician, Anne Wedgworth, his wife, Michael Jeter, the wimpy math teacher and assistant football coach, with Ossie Davis as the town philosopher and proprietor of the local bar where they hang out. More cast members were added during the run, including a fourth child, played by Alexa Penavega, and a girlfriend for Taylor, played by a young Hilary Swank, and later Ari Myers. Sitcom vet Alice Ghostly was also added later in the run. We covered Mary Lou Henner on episode 90 for Taxi, J.R. Ferguson on episode 154 for Roseanne, a role that came up after this series, Hal Holbrook in episode 139 for Designing Women, from the same producers as Evening Shade, and whose character on the earlier series was killed off to work on this one. Charles Durning in episode 78 for Cop and the Kid, Anne Wedgworth in episode 84 for Three's Company, Ari Myers in episode 121 for Kate Nally, and Alice Ghostly on episode 36 for Bewitched. Burt Reynolds moved around a lot as a child, ending up in Florida, where he was named first-team All-State as a football fullback. This led to a scholarship at Florida State, but a major injury and car accident, the latter lost him his spleen, took him out of the game for two years. He attended a junior college during this time, and an English teacher pushed him to try out for a play. He won a state drama award for his performance, which provided a drama scholarship to a New York playhouse. This led to stage work, including Broadway's Look We've Come Through. He also studied at the Neighborhood Playhouse. After a revival of Mr. Roberts, the director, John Forsyth, got him a film audition in the film Sayonara. He didn't get the role as he looked too much like the lead, Marlon Brando. He moved to Hollywood and started getting guest TV roles, signing a contract with Universal. He got the co-starring role in Riverboat, but Reynolds quit during the run. This took him back to guest spots. Finally, he replaced Dennis Weaver on Gunsmoke and stayed there for three years. 
He followed that up with Hawk, a one-season detective show, and a second one, Dan August. By this point, he had mostly transitioned to films. Fuzz, Deliverance, The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing, White Lightning, The Longest Yard, Silent Movie Playing Himself, Gator, and then came Smokey and the Bandit, which launched him into the stratosphere. More films followed, Semi-Tough, The End, Hooper, Starting Over, The Cannonball Run Franchise, Sharky's Machine, Six Pack, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, Smoker Ace. During this massive run, he was offered the role of James Bond, turning it down, became a regular presence on talk shows, guest hosting for Carson, posed nude for Cosmopolitan, and was voted the most popular star in the U.S. for five years. He turned down the Jack Nicholson role in terms of endearment, which may have cost him an Oscar, and his film career began to slide. Reynolds switched to producing, including the TV game show Win, Lose, or Draw. He returned to TV acting on B.L. Stryker, the voice of the alien father on Out of This World, and then Evening Shade, winning an Emmy out of two nominations and a Golden Globe out of three nominations. After that, he transitioned into character roles, Citizen Ruth, Strip Tease, Meet Wally Sparks. In 1997, Boogie Nights revived his career for a time with an Oscar nomination. He did many films after that, but none were successful. He then made one more attempt on TV on Hitting the Brakes. Throughout his career, he won nine People's Choice Awards from 1979 to 91, as well as two Razzies out of nine nominations. He had many long-term relationships, Dinah Shore, 20 years his elder, Sally Field, his smoky co-star, and Lonnie Anderson, married six years. There was a nightclub, a theater, a racing team, and a football team. Reynolds passed in 2018. Elizabeth Ashley moved from L.A. to New York and studied at the Neighborhood Playhouse, making it to Broadway in Mary Mary, Take Her, She's Mine, winning Tony and Theater World Awards, Barefoot in the Park, Tony nomination, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, Tony and Drama Desk nominations, Agnes of God, August Osage County, Dividing the Estate, Drama Desk nomination, and You Can't Take It With You. Her films include The Carpetbaggers, The Marriage of a Young Stockbroker, Coma, Paternity with Reynolds, Vampire's Kiss, Sleeping Together, Ocean's 8, with TV runs going back to 1960, including Another World, The Buccaneers, All My Children, Treme, and the recent Russian Doll. She's been married and divorced three times, one to George Papard, which caused the cancellation of his detective series Banachek. He didn't want her to get part of his earnings in the divorce settlement. Michael Jeter switched from medicine to acting in college, using his slight frame to get character roles. He made it to Broadway in Grand Hotel, winning Tony and Drama Desk Awards. His films include Hair, Ragtime, The Money Pit, Tango and Cash, Miller's Crossing, The Fisher King, Sister Act 2, Waterworld, Air Bud, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Patch Adams, The Green Mile, Jurassic Park 3, with TV runs on Hot House, The Wild Thornberries, voice work, and Sesame Street as Mr. Noodle. He won an Emmy out of three noms for his Evening Shade role. Jeter was gay and HIV positive. He passed in 2003. Ozzie Davis's first name was the result of a misheard name R.C. at his birth. His father, a railway engineer, was threatened by the KKK due to his advanced job. 
Davis dropped out of college to move to New York and acting. After an army stint in World War II, he appeared in 16 Broadway shows. The Wisteria Trees, Remains to be Seen, No Time for Sergeants, Jamaica with a Tony Nom, A Raisin in the Sun, Pearly Victorious, which he wrote and starred in, The Zulu and the Zeta, Pearly, Tony Nom for Davis's book, and I'm Not Rappaport, as well as the film version. Other films include The Hill, The Scalp Hunters, Sam Whiskey, School Days, Do the Right Thing, Joe vs. the Volcano, Jungle Fever, Gladiator, Malcolm X, Grumpy Old Men, and The Client. With TV roles going back to the mid-50s, Car 54, Where Are You?, The Defenders, King, B.L. Stryker with Reynolds, The Stand, The Client, Promised Land, Touched by an Angel, and The L Word. He was also a director, Cotton Comes to Harlem. Davis and his wife, Ruby D, were named to the NAACP Image Awards Hall of Fame and received the National Medal of Arts and the Kennedy Center Honors. Davis was inducted into the American Theater Hall of Fame and was nominated for four Emmys, winning a Daytime Emmy, a Grammy, and a SAG Lifetime Achievement Award. He passed in 2005. Alexa Peña-Vega's father was a photographer and informer for the CIA, which would come into play later. Evening Shade was her first TV role, and by age six, Peña-Vega was in films Little Giants, Nine Months, Twister, Ghost of Mississippi. She got the lead in the Spy Kids franchise, along with Broken Hill and Sin City, A Dame to Die For, with runs on Life's Work, to Have and to Hold, Ladies' Man, Ruby and the Rockets, The Tomorrow People, Nashville, Mirtoons voice work, The Power Couple, and The Loud House voice work. She's jumped on the Hallmark Christmas movie trend and appeared on Dancing with the Stars. Hilary Swank was only on Evening Shade for four episodes. Ari Myers replaced her as Taylor's girlfriend. She went on to Camp Wilder, a season on Beverly Hills 90210, and two action film roles, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and The Next Karate Kid, along with some TV movies. An indie film came along that only paid her $3,000, which wasn't enough to even pay for union health insurance. It earned her her first Oscar and Golden Globe for Boys Don't Cry. Films followed The Core, Red Dust, and Million Dollar Baby, Another Oscar, Golden Globe, and SAG Award. She's been in multiple films since then, none of which were particularly successful. She became a producer along with acting in Freedom Writers, Amelia, Conviction, The Resident, You're Not You. She also produced TV series Away. Swank is currently starring in Alaska Daily. Candace Hudson is best known for voice work in the Land Before Time franchise. Linda Geringer had a run on Dallas and went on to The Division, Justified, and the films As Good As It Gets and American Pie. Evening Shade was a hit for CBS, running in the top 30 for three of its four seasons, 2.5 on the Bazinga scale. It would have likely run longer if not for skyrocketing salaries of the large, impressive cast, which made the series too expensive to produce. There are also theories that Reynolds, after his divorce from Lonnie Anderson, made the call to pull the plug. There was an attempt at a spinoff with Durning and Wedgworth's characters, but it never took off. The show moved to the Family Channel, which only aired 40 of the 100 episodes due to censorship. You won't find it on streaming, and it took until 2019 for a complete DVD set. 
I found an episode on YouTube, which is formatted strangely. There are three opening themes, one of which sounds like a Ken Burns documentary. Wood, Reynolds, seems like a TV standard father figure. The episode title is Mr. Mom. For a small town, there's a lot of crime for Ava, Henner, to prosecute. There's some stereotypical characters I was reminded of the Andy Griffith show. Can't say it was all that funny, especially considering the cast involved. Going Places premiered on ABC on September 21st, 1990 at 9.30 p.m. Taking a cue from the Dick Van Dyke show, the Miller Boyett Factory churns out a show about TV show writers for the TGIF block. Charlie, Alan Ruck, Jack, Jerry Levine, Alex, Heather Locklear, and Kate, Hallie Todd, work on a candid camera-esque show. Following sitcom logic, they all rent a beach house owned by their producer, Dawn Holland Taylor. There's also a teenager living next door, Stacy Keenan. When this concept flops, a retooling moves the writers to a talk show hosted by Steve Vinovich and his producer, played by Philip Charles McKenzie. Kate's nephew moves in, J.D. Daniels, along with the talk show host's son, Christopher Castile. We covered Holland Taylor in episode 104 for Bosom Buddies, Stacey Keenan on episode 147 for My Two Dads. She would get another shot at the TGIF ring the next season on Step by Step. Steve Vinovich on episode 155 for Raising Miranda, Philip Charles McKenzie on episode 109 for Making the Grade, and we'll cover Alan Ruck and Heather Locklear down the road on their more successful sitcom. Jerry Levine was a regular on the Bronx Zoo prior to going places, followed by Muscle and Will and Grace. Films include Teen Wolf, Born on the Fourth of July, Ghost of Mississippi, and Wag the Dog. As an adult, Levine moved into directing. Boy Meets World, Family Law, The District, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Everybody Hates Chris, he was also a producer, Monk, Life Unexpected, Elementary, and the new Hawaii Five-O. Hallie Todd started very early in the biz. Her mother, Anne Morgan Gilbert, carried her to term during the run of The Dick Van Dyke Show, an early TV example of hiding a pregnancy behind loose-fitting clothes. She appeared in TV movies in the 70s, was a regular on the long-running Showtime sitcom Brothers with Philip Charles McKenzie, played Data's daughter Lol on TNG, and had runs on Murder, She Wrote, Life with Roger, and Lizzie McGuire playing the mom. She also had an uncredited role in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Christopher Castile would go on to the Beethoven film franchise, do voice work on Hey Arnold, and join Stacey Keenan as one of the kids on Step by Step. He retired from acting after that series, and he's currently a high school teacher. As previously noted, going places didn't go too far. After 12 episodes, the show was retooled, and Holland Taylor's character was dropped as the show within a show changed seven more episodes for a total of 19. Found an episode on YouTube post-retooling. The opening theme screams Miller Boyett with the gang playing volleyball and mugging at the Chinese theater. 
Alan and Jerry take Kate's nephew and his scout troop on a camping weekend in a tired sitcom trope set in an obvious soundstage. Meanwhile, Alex and Kate try to put together a piece of exercise equipment, sitcom trope 2. I actually called a spin cut after a character said, trust me. More of 1990s sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time. <laughs>